Dan Morrison himself. Uh, Mr. Walker. How you doing? How you doing? Ah, not bad, not bad. How's your week been? Ah, it's been alright. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, just working. Um, just reading all the rave reviews of the, the podcast that we've had. And it's been um, raving. Let me tell you. <laughs> did, did you hear them um, with the 643rd most popular podcast in Benidorm? <laughs> well, I heard we are number 43.6 in Uganda. So, oh, that's great to hear. I didn't even yes, know there was yes. any podcast in Uganda, but no, just that. Just that. I'm still not top. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you about my week, man. It's been. Uh, it's, tell it's me been, what's been going on. It's been pretty horrendous. You know what my life's like, and you know what my luck's like. So uh, you know what I'll do. I'm going. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to the end uh, this podcast, and I'll tell. I'll, I'll tell you what's happened in my week. So ah. it's, uh, it's, it's. It's not. It's not been great, but I mean, I'll, I'll tell you about it. But first off. Um, I mean, do you want me to kick off with something? Aye, why don't you? Why don't you kick us off? Um, seeing as though we're now in a in a really positive mindset, let's get let's get wired in. Let's see what we've got this week. So, well, firstly, I I kind of wanted to 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 get fired in with some. I've got five things. They're quick fire, um, and I I mean, it's just uh, it's just strange news to be honest with you. So. Here is my top five strange things that you don't hear about in uh, your your mainstream news that's happened this month. So, I'm ready for it. Are you buckled in? You ready? I've got my seatbelt fastened. So, ready for this. So, um, a bloodied toothbrush had to be... <laughs> I know, I'm sorry how it started. I'm sorry. I mean, it does start pretty wrong. But bear with me here. A bloody... <laughs> I can't even get out. A bloodied toothbrush had to be removed from a man's stomach after he swallowed it while cleaning the back of his throat. How dirty does the back of your throat have to be to get right down there? I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've never stuck a toothbrush down the back of my throat that far no. that you're just going to lose. You know how many inches a fucking toothbrush is? It's like, what? It's seven inches. Must be. Are, are you meant to clean your throat? No, a lot of people clean their tongue with a toothbrush. No, I do my tongue, but not my throat. You must like, have had a tickly throat. <laughs> It said there he was trying, he was cleaning his throat. I mean, surely the the clues in the name of the product. It's a toothbrush. It's bananas, man. I'll get a bit Definitely. more in it for you. So, these doctors removed a nineteen centimeter long brush. Um, they, they, I mean, the root. It was a long process. I think it took over twenty four hours for them to actually get it out. They were fearing that they were going to, you know, if, if if they left it any longer, it was going to be fatal. Um, so the patient thirty nine whose uh, name has been withheld, <laughs> he was brushing his teeth on the on September 15th when it slipped. <laughs> he rushed to a nearby health clinic, which quickly referred him to a hospital more than 100 kilometres away. An X-ray and further test uh, couldn't locate the brush in the man's throat, lean doctors to conclude it was in his stomach. So they, they say it was a minor operation uh, um, to get this uh, toothbrush removed out of his stomach. But, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, how far did they have this fucking thing down his throat? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though. I bet his gullet was super clean after that. There is not going to be a cleaner throat than that man's. Than, Minty uh, fresh. I'd Minty like to, fresh. I'd like to meet him. I'd like to meet him. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. To be honest with you, it can only really go downhill from that. I'll, uh, I'll let you in another bit of trivia here. My name, <laughs> great name, Robert. Spells backwards, Trevor. The famous mints. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think so, we used all our good material in episode one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now you're getting the dregs. Thank you very much. 
Right, are you ready for number two? Am I weird and wonderful? So I'm ready. You're not going to believe this, man. So doctors pull four feet snake from a woman's throat after it slithered in as she slept. Oh, that's giving me the fear. It is disgusting. So, what did you what did you Google to find all these stories about throats? I actually, I actually heard this uh, three weeks ago. Believe it or not. So this, I mean, this isn't as current as you think it might be, but it's uh, it's been playing on my mind. Like, I don't know. You have to be a really deep sleeper for a snake to get even an inch down the back of your throat. Sorry, if actually, if there was a snake slithering over your face, would you wake up? I'd like to think so. But at the same time, I think I'd rather not wake up, you know, if it just went away. Aye, I know, just aye, aye. But, but, but I don't understand how she could even breathe. Surely you would wake up. Like, you, you're, you're not breathing through your nose when you sleep, or, or do you? I don't know. Personally, I sleep with my mouth wide open. I'm a bad snorer, so. Well, I, I, sleep, uh, I, sleep, I sleep next to my fiancé, and I, t- I, I, I tend to manoeuvre in my sleep. So, like, I'm, pr- I'm a gentleman. So if, if, if I feel that she's facing me in my sleep, I'm not going to give her the bed breath. I'll face the other way, or I will breathe out my nose. Gentlemen, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you're such a nice guy. Thank she you. Is, she's a, a, a lucky woman. So back to my snake. Not my snake, back to the snake. So mm-hmm. the, the the creature had report, reportedly slithered into her throat as she slept um, in her garden. She was actually she was sunbathing. Um, what? Yep, Who is this person? This was in southern Russia, um, in Dagestan. So she, um, it all happened. And she was feeling unwell when she woke up. So the young woman was rushed to that. hospital, rushed to hospital, um, where she was put to sleep. Um, and there's actually footage of it online. So, I mean, if you were to go online now and, and just typed in "Russian woman snake throat sleeping," so I'm um, certainly not going to do that. I know. So I mean, in, in this disturbing footage, the doctor uh, was here saying, "Let's see, uh, let's see what this is <laughs> before inserting the tube down our throat." So I think they. Um, I think they took some uh, some X-rays and stuff like that, and obviously seen there was something a bit abnormal there. So, in the video, you actually see the nurse pulling the snake slowly out her mouth, and it's it honestly seems like it's gone on forever and ever and ever. And even the nurse is screaming as she's pulling it out. But I'm actually after watching the video, it, it doesn't even specify, but I'm unsure if it's alive or you know or, or dead. But you think the stomach acid and and would would kill it, but I don't know. That was just uh, maybe wouldn't be able to breathe down there either, eh? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's un. That is incredible. Actually, bananas in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see that. I know, but but, but can, can, set the scenario here, right? So, so it's. Um, oh, hi, doctor. Oh, hi, Susan. Uh, what can I help you with the day? Uh, well, <laughs> I've just went and swallowed a fucking snake again, haven't I? I mean, like, <laughs> what are we? <laughs> Wait, like, Susan, that's the third time this week. <laughs> you fucking on. idiot. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's uh, it's bananas. So anyway, that was my number two. On to my number three. So um, so I, 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 so this one, I think I, I think it was in um, Carlisle, not too far, oh, not bit, too bit far. closer to home. Bit Dagestan, closer to home. Anyway. Yep. So there was a um a, like a, a bird that looked like a seagull. <laughs> looked, looked like a seagull, but it was it was blue. So like people people spotted this and was like, "Bloody hell, this is a some sort of new exotic bird." Um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to report this. Um, and it was just wandering about a car park in Carlisle, um, and it was obviously like shocked onlookers that reported the RSPCA. They thought they had found the next the next level of uh, the, the, the prehistoric yeah. bird or, or whatever. 
Um, but uh, the the welfare officers could, uh, they, they soon confirmed that the bird was not tropical, and was just a regular seagull that had been dyed electric blue by punters. Oh, <laughs> by punters! Can I can I make a prediction? I think that that article's out of either the Sun or the Daily Star. I will get you Metro. It was oh. the Metro. <laughs> metro. And if it's, punters. Punters. If, it's, if it's printed in the Metro, it's gospel. So yeah, It must be second uh, only to uh, the Bible in uh, terms of truth. <laughs> oh, but, wait a minute. Let's, wait a minute. Let's not annoy the religious people two weeks in a row. Move I on. Know, I know. Number so, four. What else you got? Wait, wait. I'll, I'll go back to three for, for oh. a sec. So, so what, what they were actually saying was... Um, like the, the, the these uh, the, these the RSPCA. The, I mean, it's hilarious even to read this. They're like, well, we've had uh, similar situations before when gills have got themselves into trouble after falling into containers of beer and curry or oil. Dozy bastards. <laughs> Aye, that's just the same as getting painted blue. I <laughs> know uh, it's just the same. It is just the same. Oh, so Christ. my next one is: Have you ever heard of the IG Nobel Prize? The IG Nobel Prize. IG Nobel Prize. Can't say that I have. No. So this 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 was on Thursday the the seventeenth of September. So there was a there was an an award ceremony for the IG um, Nobel Prize. Was that uh, like Instagram Nobel Prize? No, 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 no. no. So right, okay. um, so it's uh, the IG Prize. It's also known as the Improbable Research Prize, um, and it basically just honors achievements that make people laugh and then think. And we that's... must have won. We must have won it. Have we won it? Is that what you're going to tell me? We've won it. Buckle yourself, Ed. We had no, no, we're definitely not. We're definitely not. Um, if there was a couple of arseholes sitting talking on a podcast, uh, half pissed, I think would be would be number three. That definitely top I know. three. Would be top three. Nah, Joe Rogan, surely number one. Top one. Top one. So, um, so basically, would you like to know what the the winning study included? I'd love to know. Here it comes. So, the winning studies included a knife made from human feces and a theory, <laughs> I swear to God, human feces and a theory about narcissists' eyebrows. So, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't That's think, right, honestly. I, I'm, I'm actually trying to understand how a knife made out of, let's just be honest, call a spade a spade, a knife made out of shite. Morrison, how, how, this knife was made out of human shit. Yep, a how, knife made out of human feces. I mean, you heard me right. It's a knife made from bum gravy. Disgusting. I told you, I told you this was going to go downhill. I know. So, I mean, you, you, like, you're, you're not going to be shocked uh, to find out that the winners of uh, this, uh, like, I don't know if, it's, if this is present or in the past, but winners of this prestigious award include Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. I'd like it. We all we all know they were talking shite. I didn't think they were making it. I know. <laughs> you know, I know. Maybe that's where they got the shite. Maybe. Maybe that's where it originated. But like all about, uh, all about that recycling. Well, I, I was thinking to myself, have you ever seen the movie Ghost? Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Yes. Right. Aye, aye. So the, the, there's the there's the the famous scene in that that comes to mind when uh, Demi Moore is sat behind Patrick Swayze um, and they're essentially making a clay a clay pot together. Um, I can just imagine Putin and Trump doing doing that the exact same thing. You know, make... building building Lego. No, no, no. They they're just sitting there doing the exact same thing, making their award winning shit stick. I mean, <laughs> I mean like like I, I I mean I don't know if it was either of them that made this dung spear, all right? But <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. 
No, at this point, I mean, did you see just on Trump, this isn't even, uh, I haven't even planned to talk about this, but just quickly, I was reading an article earlier on um, when I was doing my research for this uh, episode, apparently Trump has pretty much come out and said that he's not going to peacefully hand over the presidency if he loses uh, the election in November, he's not going to just accept Not peacefully. He's not going to accept it peacefully. What's he going to do? Kicking and screaming? I, I don't know. He's, I think it sounds like he's going to just basically have a tantrum and lock himself in the Oval Office. I don't know. I was he's, the presenter uh, of the UK Apprentice. Uh, sorry, the US Apprentice. I know, yeah. <laughs> Gag, But he's pretty much just says, nah, nah, I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I lose, I'm the president. I can't lose. I'm not leaving. I will not budge. You'll, you'll ne- never leave. <laughs> oh, bad. Oh. So. I've got a, a number five was basically it was basically on the cuff. So there's there's been a number of videos. So I'm not I'm not really going to pinpoint one. Um, so I'll, I'll say a couple. So the, 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 there was one and recently it was on a train and the guy I think it was a scouser, but the there was police obviously the patrolling trains and the, the subway and everything. Now if you're not wearing a mask, they'll obviously enforce it. But obviously the rules and stuff have changed now that they can actually enforce a fine. But yeah, that, yeah. this this was a couple of weeks back. Um, and this guy's just sitting in the train and he's like, sorry, I've, I, like, I've, I've not got a mask. And uh, I mean, we've heard the, obviously the stories that they're coming to light more often now with this police brutality and whatnot. And he was like, look, I'll just, I'll just put my, my jumper up. I'm not going far. I'll just put my jumper on my face. And the, the, the police officer was just grabbing him and laying into him. This is on a, I mean, if you go to YouTube now and type in man on subway or man on train um, and police officer and not wearing a mask, this is, is it'll, it'll pop up. And see the I'm, glad you, I'm glad you explained. I got the I got Google it. something. Yeah. I, <laughs> sorry, did I say Google? I meant YouTube. YouTube. Right. So, uh, sorry, I'm old. I'm very old. Um, we can, we'll post. We'll do what we did last week. We'll post the uh, all the stuff that we. We'll post it. We'll post on, the stuff on, up on our Facebook page. So but honestly, have, have you have you seen this video that I'm talking about? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not seeing it. Honestly, honestly man, you, you watch it and it, it just takes you right back to the whole Floyd situation, the, the, the knee on the throat. I mean, it's not it's nowhere near as bu- brutal as that, but nobody dies. But it just shows you, like, the, these coppers that, are, that they've got a power rush and it's just, it's, it's, it makes you ill to, just to watch. Yeah. But the, the, there, was, there was another one, um, and this was, uh, where, where was this? So this was, uh, was it Spain? So security guard film trying to strangle a colleague at train station. So this is, this is just a colleague. <laughs> to be honest, we've, we've all felt that way though, haven't we? Well, I do hell, but I mean, if you type that in as well, I mean, that's just another, that's just another... Uh, the world's gone mad, eh? Big time, man. Big time. Oh, I just, it's, it's, just, it's just all over the gap. But that, that, that was my five weird and wonderful yeah. things this week but uh we make, need to make that a regular segment well well i don't, I don't know how many <laughs> how many shit sticks i can talk about how many uh, how many knives made of crap is, is to be honest i've known you for quite a long time i think there's a, a few more than five ah, i think there'll be some there'll be some but what, that, what have you got man what have you got what well that mean? that leads that's uh that leads us quite nicely on um probably the main the main topic that we wanted to speak about tonight which is obviously um the the new covid um restrictions I think you'd probably say so this week uh, Boris and Nicola and uh, the Welsh guy and the Irish guy that I can't remember the names um, have obviously been on the TV to announce new restrictions so I thought we could just kind of go through that and have a wee chat and a discussion and see what we see what we both think see if we agree or disagree so um, just before we, we get into it so just to kind of reiterate what the new rules are and for anyone listening outside of Scotland they might be slightly different uh, from and where you're from but we'd obviously 
we both live in Scotland, so we're discussing the, the, the regulations here. So visiting other people's homes is banned. So you're not allowed to visit a friend um, or anything like that and, and go in their house. Um, this initially started in the, the Glasgow area, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, and Nicola Sturgeon says that because it seems to have slowed the, the amount of cases per day, they've now rolled that out to the rest of Scotland. The second major change is that there's now a 10pm curfew for pubs and restaurants. Um, I, I just I can't believe that we're actually being encouraged to day drink. I know. I mean, what what a country. We, we know how to live, don't we, in Scotland? We know how to live. I'll tell you what, though. Let's be honest. A day drink is good sometimes. I, I mean, I, I quite, I'm, I'm quite a fan of a day drink. Do you know the best thing about a day drink is that you can still get in the same condition that you would get if you started at like seven o'clock at night, but you'd also go to bed on time and feel great the next day. Exactly, exactly. It makes you think, though, where did they get 10pm from? Is it like, you know, coronavirus at 9.59 is just like a wee gremlin and then 10 o'clock the water goes on it and it turns into a big monster? I don't understand what the... And do they think, to be honest, the pub's shut at 10, people's just going to go to parties, are they not? Um, That is encouraging house parties. Um, well, that's what that's what opinion. I think. That's what I think. Um, also, I would like to uh, step backwards. Um, so, if anyone's a film buff here, they'll just have heard Dan say that um, at nine fifty nine they're gremlins, and then they get water turned on them, and then they turn into to to what? So, I think I said like big monster things. Big monsters. Know. So, <laughs> if we're if we're going to be factual. They're mogwise before they turn into gremlins. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I have actually only really seen a bits of gremlins because I was a wee bit scared when I watched it. I think I watched it when I was about six. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it off. Um, and uh, so this will be reviewed um, every three weeks, Nicola Sturgeon has said. Um, it sounds like it's going to go on for quite a bit longer than that, though, to be fair. I think Boris and all that are saying probably they're saying that you should prepare for, for six months in, in England at least. Um, I'm quite furious because the day before this was announced, I paid twenty seven ninety nine for a month of Tinder Gold, and uh, now I can't meet up with anyone. So, <laughs> Nicola, you owe me twenty seven ninety nine. You bastard! Uh, I will be writing to you uh, to state that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I will receive that refund. Um, so there are a few exceptions to those rules. So. People who live alone or alone with children who form an extended household can obviously go into each other's uh, house. Uh, couples who do not live together can meet indoors as well. Um, I love how they say meet. What they mean is you can you can still have sex with each other. It's fine. Um, <laughs> tra- tradespeople obviously are allowed to go into your house because painters and decorators are always well up on their, their hygiene. So, you know, safe enough. And... Um, Parents and friends can enter your home for the provision of informal childcare. Um, but don't worry, it's not all bad news. Uh, up to six people from two different households can still meet outdoors, just as summer's coming to an end. Um, what I want to know is, why didn't they just keep us on lockdown in the summer? Um, and then just maybe we would be through it by now. Exactly. And, uh, what, what good is meeting outside? In October in Scotland, let's be it's honest. Absolute be shambles. So, are you telling me that if if thirty odd guys showed up at my door with paintbrushes 
I could welcome them in and they can stay as long as they want. Sounds that way, yeah. So I am going to get every member of my family, every friend that I've got, a paintbrush. Aye, set the overalls, eh? Ah, there you go. In <laughs> you oh, come. That's all right, officer, we're, we're painting. I know, the more the merrier. The more the merrier. <laughs> I know, I know, that's crazy. So the reason that they've brought this in, um, obviously there's been a, a rise in, I've got some stats here, so the latest data, um, and this is UK-wide now because I couldn't find any data just for Scotland. Um, so daily cases has increased week on week by 2,187. So obviously that's as a result of more testing. So that's up 50% week on week. Um, probably more concerning is the amount of people hospitalised this week has risen by nearly 1,500, which is also about a 50% increase. And the daily death rate... Um, Last week, 37 people died of COVID-19 in the UK, so that's actually up 45% as well. So Is that right? That's, that's uh, that, that is that's quite the, high. Fuck. So obviously, if that continued on that trajectory, um, you know, in the space of a month, we'd probably be looking at over 100 people dying a day. So clearly, um, I know that the politicians get a lot of stick, but realistically, in a situation like this, their job is just to manage risk. And aye, aye. you know you can't you'd have blood on your hands if you, oh, what, what what I, I don't understand the people criticising them because what other decision could they make no. if they say Zach just on you go aye. and then it went out of control and millions of people died the thing we're going to we're going to moan either way about about whatever the, the outcome or whatever it says we're, we're going to moan we're we're, we're yeah. humans we're selfish we're going to moan either way and I, I I'd like to say that Nicola has done a cracking job. So I I I'd, I'd put her like head and shoulders above Boris. Oh, he's like, a, he's he's an idiot. He's useless. I've, I I've, I've seen quite a lot of stuff about you know people from England and even further afield saying that that Nicola Sturgeon's one of these leaders that I mean see when she speaks she's clear you understand what she's talking about she doesn't yep. spin it nope. she doesn't talk in like algorithms or metaphors yep. or whatever else she's very she's concise very, very very concise. concise. Uh, um, but one thing that's really interesting me is the first time when we had the first lockdown, because everyone was off their work and furloughed, mm-hmm. folk were going, well done, Nicola, that's great, keeping us safe. This time, because nobody's furloughed anymore, they're back to work, everyone's like, oh, this is bollocks, I'm not listening to this, I'll do what I want. And the only difference is because they're having to go to work. Right, right. That's the only difference. So it's funny how people have changed their tune. I know, um, I know. She's, she's still making the right decisions and she she must know this is going to harm our popularity and possibly even harm our chances of getting a, a you know an independence vote through because there will be people that are so daft that they'll they'll risk scotland's future in the next 500 years for the sake of i well she made me not go and see my pals for two months in september you know what i mean so what, um, what, you're, what you're saying is she can't win regardless. she can't win no, no, no why, why would she, she say she can't win nah. um, and it's a shame. thankless thankless task um, I, I also do think she's done um, a, a brilliant job. Um, so, yeah, uh, coronavirus. Um, I was reading as well that there's been a study in America this week. Apparently, just, just to keep adding to the good news, coronavirus is mutating and becoming more contagious. Seriously? Uh, so, obviously, that is um, what, we all, what we all wanted to hear. Um, I've got a wee bit more information about that here. Um, so... Um, here we go. So the new study analysed 5,000 genetic sequences of the virus um, and it's continued to mutate as it has spread through the population. It's quite normal for viruses to mutate. Oh, yeah. um, one, 
one thing that sort of concerned me was that they believe that it's um, it's mutating because of all the things that we're doing to combat it. Um, so what that means is that even if we develop a vaccine, the vaccine will, be need, will need to be modified updated. Every, every, every year. And mm. I didn't actually know this, but even the normal flu vaccine, it's altered every year. I had no idea about that. Well, it's just, it's just the same as um, if you were to take too many paracetamols, your body's going to find a way to reject it eventually. Yeah. And, uh, or whatever you've got is going to find a way to hurdle it, just jump over it. Eh? So it's, it's, a, it's the same deal for that. So, but I, I, I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. Um, and uh, just finally on coronavirus, uh, just a, quite an interesting article. So uh, Boris Johnson said this week um, that uh, the UK's rate of coronavirus infection was worse than both Italy and Germany's because British people love their freedom more. Um, and the Italian president has responded by saying that Italians also love freedom, but we also care about seriousness. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I think that's quite right. Boris, uh, apparently Britain's a freedom-loving country. And if you look at the last, sorry, if you look at history in the last 300 years, Virtually every advance from freedom of speech to democracy has come from this because no other country has got democracy yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or freedom of speech. Um, so, yeah, good good one, Boris. Um, stay alert, stay safe, but basically do whatever you want. Aye, aye. Yes, that's, that's the message. I'll be honest with you, man. As, as, regardless of all these new rules that are being in place, because we've went through this lockdown, it was kind of... This sounds hideous, what I'm about to say. It was... It was unique to have a lockdown. I mean, everybody that's alive now has never really experienced a lockdown and stuff like that. So for, for everybody else, I mean, it was a bit of a hindrance, especially for the older generation, not seeing their their kids, their grandkids, and all the rest of that. But for, especially for us, I mean, it it, it wasn't too tough. I mean, I, I I found a lot of time that I've never had before because I'm constantly working, constantly doing this and that. I had time to create. I had time to think. And see what good just having time to think does to you, just to clear your brain or tie up the loose ends. I never knew that I had as many loose ends as as I did until I actually like figured them out. And I was like, what the hell? Th- you were is... furloughed, weren't you? So how, what was, how did you find it? Because I didn't get furloughed. I've been working the whole time. So I'll, I'll be honest. You know me, I'm a workaholic. Like so, outside uh, outside the uh, music and podcasts and everything else, I work seventy two hours weekly, and uh, so I, you know I'm nonstop. So the halt for me originally was shit scary. Like I like it was like being in a car crash. I was, like I'd wake up in the morning, and go, <gasps> where am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to be? I'm supposed to be nowhere. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get money for for actually just sitting about, and I, my brain couldn't comprehend it. So my brain was creating things to do and a lot of them was out with the house and so I had to just kind of cut all that off and say look you can't do that figure out stuff that you can do in here so um I was uh I I, I tied up so many loose ends that was bananas and it's the first time I have felt content in my life you know how like anxious I get about the, the tiniest wee details so I do it, indeed, yeah. It was the, the first time I, I felt content. And as you know, I was writing a lot of music and stuff like that. And it was just, it's the first time I've, I've, I've you know, felt felt good about it. Because when you're working all these hours, even just trying to, even opening a laptop on when I'm working, it, it feels like that that's time that could be spent just having a shower or spending it with a family or 
actually speaking to the missus, I actually feel guilty coming home after work. And, and if I was to sit on the computer or open a laptop, I'd feel guilty because I'm not spending Aye. time with my fiance, which is, you shouldn't really be made to feel like that. But you, in the same token, you, you don't want to be a bastard. So, and, 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 you, and you've probably witnessed this before, even if they say, go, 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 go play the computer. That's what it's there for and stuff like that. The next, it's a trap. It's a trap. The next thing is, <laughs> you don't even like me. You played Mario for three hours and I was sitting up here myself. Same. but I, so I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing about lockdown so remember when they first started doing the the clapping at the doors and the the banging the pots and stuff like that well I never knew that was coming I wasn't even keeping up with the news I was busy tying up my loose ends so uh-huh. uh I, so I just heard a lot of banging and stuff like that and I was I was in the middle of doing a song and I was and, and uh, you know what I'm like I, 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 when I'm recording a song I do it without the headphones first and I was just hearing all this noise outside and I was like shut the fuck up <laughs> and then and then like you know i came upstairs and i looked I, I looked outside and, and everybody was clapping and and i don't know i went into shock and i was like i, I like i'm gonna be honest like, I, I, I was i was crying because <laughs> i was it, it's it's one of the first times in a very very long time that i've seen people be human just the button, no, 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 the, no, the selfish humans that we're used to being every day. And, and we're all, we're all guilty of being that. I'm selfish. You're selfish. We're all selfish as a race. We're all selfish. But it was the first time that some unity, like we, we were, we were just coming together and celebrating a cause that was bigger than us. And it was just, it felt, it felt brilliant. The second, the second week that happened, I was, I went out, obviously there was no tears. And I was like, I, I was, I was clapping away. The third week, I, I even got my guitar out. I was in the street. The fourth week, I was like, well, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honestly. And then oh, every gosh. other week, if I could have went around every one of my neighbours and strangled them to death, I would have. <laughs> so see if any of that pattern happens. Look, I'm off of the NHS, but if any of that pattern happens again, um, it's, I'm, I'm just going to have to put some earplugs in I appreciate the NHS and everything they do and my prayers are with every soul on this planet I mean I'll, 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 donate, I'll, I'll donate any money in the world to, the, to these people but if I can go without hearing that fucking noise <laughs> I will I know mate and the thing is right we shouldn't be distracting them with clapping I mean there's somebody in the, in the ICU like getting the, the respirator put down their throat and then fucking <laughs> I know, I know. He's, he's, I know. His hand slips and suddenly. Do you do you know the dogs and the cats and all the pets in my street thought it was the end of the fucking world? Aye. Like boom, crash. Honestly, they thought it was fireworks well, time ten. Probably hadn't gone bloody hell. Guy Fox nights earlier this year. I know. <laughs> fucking, they have sake, they had two fireworks nights. Bloody <laughs> hell. Honestly. But I so uh, that was that. I mean, um, oh, actually, did you not have something to say about these? Uh, the release of the new the new consoles, or were you thinking about doing a wee? Um... Oh, I well, I was going to, but I think um, I, I think we'll maybe do a, a full episode on that uh, later on. I know that obviously I think the pre-orders for the PS5 and the, the Xbox Series X opened this week. Was it both this week? I think maybe the PS5 was last week, uh, and I think did they not jump the gun? I think it was meant to be at a certain well, the, no, time and, well, and it all went up early. There was an official, it went up early, didn't ah, it? Well, there was an official set date by, was it Microsoft actually set this this uh, time for the pre-orders Microsoft, to go ahead? Aye, aye, Microsoft did that, but Sony didn't say a time. Was it Sony? They just, said a, they, just, they just said a date and then I think what happened was that it went up. 
right, like right. before it was meant to. So it was right, all people right. like, well, I pre-ordered. I'm I'm an Xbox guy, so I pre-ordered a, a Series X, but I had an alarm set to remind me, like half past seven on on the on the day. I think it was the twenty second. Um, so I had an alarm because obviously you need to get in a queue, like a virtual queue yeah. online to sort of do the pre-order. So that was fine. Um, and I think there was still a fair bit of problems, but there always is when new consoles are launched. All the, all the websites crash, but I, I got mine pretty smooth um, through through curries. Um, but I think game struggled a lot. Yeah, the yeah. website went down. But I so anyway, the the PS PS Five was. Um, I'm sure it all went online early, and then a lot of the people that really wanted one obviously didn't get. And now they're all sitting on. There's PS Fives up on eBay for like a few grand and stuff like that. Bananas. But it's pointless. It's pointless because there'll probably be launch day stock. So, ah, like, why yeah. would you why would you buy one on eBay for like? Or would you not just wait two weeks? I think it's I think I think it's a novelty to have. Yeah, I mean, maybe just to have. Um, but the, the, I mean, they're, they're not going to be worth anything until years down the line if you got launch day stock Aye. and if it's un, unwrapped and sealed or whatever. If if that's the plan Aye. that they're they're going for, but. I'm I mean, obviously your Xbox, and I'm I'm a PlayStation guy, and I've I've always been a PlayStation guy, and um, I just don't know how the fuck you're gonna fit that desktop, a yeah, gaming home home gaming system in your house, or or, or <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna get in the fucking front door. The PS Five's like thirty percent bigger than the Xbox. It's bigger, but it's slimmer, and it will fit anywhere. Thank you very much. Well, I don't think it would fit anywhere. I'm pretty confident it might not even fit through my door. Looking at the size of it, it's like a fucking fridge. I'll tell you where it'll fit. If, that, <laughs> if you can get a snake down that fucking woman's throat, I was talking about. You get a PS5 in there. Probably. Maybe we should do a wee experiment on that. I know. Aye. But anyway, so stay tuned because we're going to do a full kind of. Um, maybe we'll do a preview of both consoles. Uh, we'll look at it factually and then we'll give our opinions and then. Um, I'll maybe do a wee review of the the Series X. Um, I will do the PS Five. Thank you very much. I get it, and, uh, and 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 Rob, you can do a PS Five review, and um, we'll we'll see what we what we think of them. But one thing's for sure, you can't really beat uh, that moment when you get that new console and you get it in your house and it's just sitting in the box and you unwrap it. That is, it's quite a day. I love it. There's what nothing like that new console smell. There is not. It's just beautiful. Oh, I meant to ask um, you. I meant to ask you. Um, yeah. What's it called? Uh, you got your um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, the the remastered versions for the. Oh, I've finished it. So what, what's what's your, what's your verdict? Oh, it's just like it's just like everything. Is I it remembered. just like you remembered? I was instantly twelve again. Really? It was just. Oh, it was. It's it's great, man. It's just a. It's it's just the same game, but obviously the graphics are updated. It looks it looks really good. Um, Soundtrack still the same. Most, Everything still. Mostly, there's a few bands that they've taken off. Um, they took uh, they took trapped off because I think they. I, I don't really know the story, but I think they've done something a wee bit silly. Um, mm-hmm. So they've they've tarred, tarred their name a wee bit. Yep. Uh, and there's some new songs on there. Uh, personal highlight of the new songs is uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, really. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of his new. Kind of pop punk stuff. I think it's really good. I think is it the my my bloody Valentine's the name of the song. I think. Yep, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Travis Barker on on drums and um, I, it fits in really well. That was a bit of three sixty ton, was it not for for him? Wasn't it? Just I, I quite like it though. It's quite nice to see people kind of going in new directions. I think yeah. music, so especially rap, it's always been very like you know. Aye. And then you had like sort of I think what started this was 
uh, was Linkin Park and Jay-Z all the years ago doing yep. their kind of collaboration. I think that opened people's eyes to, there is a lot of similarities between rock and rap. It's just different instruments that are playing it. You know, uh, yeah. rap, rap's quite heavy. It's just driven by drum and bass, whereas yep. obviously, you know, heavier the music in the rock side is driven by guitars. Yep, um, yep, yep. So I, I think you'll probably see see more of that, to be honest. Big time, big time. Um, Do you know what I've noticed I, as well? I love it. See these big big rap stars, like maybe you've got uh, well, like Jay-Z and um, even, uh, what's his name? Like he's collaborating with... No, no, no. no. Uh, he's with the Kardashians. What's his name? Um, Kanye. Kanye. So, so I mean, right. they proclaim themselves as rock stars, right? And I'm pretty sure none of them have picked up a guitar in their life. But I, I, I don't know if rock star covers a broader horizon than I. Than I think I it does nowadays. Eh? Does it? I, I think it Maybe. does now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't. In the past, obviously, your big rock stars would be like you know the Rolling Stones and uh, Freddie Mercury, Queen, David Bowie, all these oh, like, big massive. But then David Bowie wasn't overly guitar based, was it? No, but he was still uh, he was still rock and roll. It was it was rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Aye. even Elvis Presley was sort of, oh, sort of early early rock and roll. Hundred um, percent. Right. Uh, you got anything else to talk about? Have you got any other? Um, I've got a cracker, but I think I'll I'll see if you've got anything else first. Um, I do have someone else. It was uh, actually Christy Atkin that asked us to speak about on on Facebook. But I'll be honest, it's a bit of a, it's, it's, it's a rough, it's a rough subject. But I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not going to go too much into it. But um, uh, so I wanted to speak about this. Uh, have you ever heard of this Pizzagate? You know I have. You know I have. So this we uh, love we love this. I know it's it's just uh, uh, so I, I mean it, it, it was a it was a baseless rumor and it was I mean it started circulating in 2016 um, and it was that uh, Hillary Hillary Clinton and other Democrats were uh, heading up a child sex trafficking ring out of a Washington pizzeria. Um, I can't I can't remember the name of the pizzeria, but it, it was like um, Trump pizzas. No, no, no. It was like it was, ah. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to make this up. But I mean, it's pretty close okay. to what it might be called. But it was like cosmic pizza, cosmic ping pong, or ping pong cosmic pizza, or some, something like that. Sounds um, great. I'm having it. It's, I know. I instantly want it. So, um, so th- th- there must be a website called is it Four Chan or something like that. So this conspiracy theory originated on Four Chan, um, and it was based on emails hacked from the Demo- uh, Democratic Party and published by WikiLeaks. So it stated that Hillary Clinton and her former campaign manager uh, John Podesta ran a child sex ring, sorry, it's called Comet Ping Pong in Washington. John Podesta, you mean Chester Bennington's dad, eh? Well, they are the spitting image. And if, uh, you know, I I implore anybody to look that up and and tell me, tell me we're wrong because they are spitting image. They're twins. Anyway, carry on. So, um, um, so this, uh, the the restaurant's owner, uh, James Alephantis, I think his name is, um, he was a Democratic Party donor. Um, he appears in these emails in relation to the organising a Democratic fundraiser. Um, but the, the the users of this uh, 4chan website and, and Reddit claim emails such as cheese and pizza were code for children and sex acts. I mean, it's, it does. It, it sounds a bit far fetched, and I, I, I'm almost sure that it got debunked, and then it actually came to to front again. And I don't know, but the, in December of the same year, let's just, I think it was 2016, um, I, I think I, uh, because, because this was big underground news, I think a gunman actually went into the, the pizzeria 
where uh, and, and shot the place up. Yeah. Did you know? Did you did you ever hear about that? Nah, no. So a, a gunman went in with an assault rifle and he opened fire, uh, which was is bananas again. Yeah. So it's um, crazy that all of this came out um, while Hillary Clinton was running for president. Yep. Right. Quite coincidental, isn't it? I know, but it's, it's, it's like I say, it's sort of because that was a while back. That that was two thousand sixteen. So it's kind of um, it kind of disappeared a bit. But in the months leading up to like this year's presidential election, the that the the say that the PizzaGate conspiracy, it's it just resurfaced, and the rumors have been it's it's just it's it's bananas again, and it's things like TikTok and stuff like that. That, that that's that banned are, now, eh? Trump's banned it. Well, I don't know if it's actually no. That's, that's gone. It's gone. Is Can't it, even download it in America now. It's banned. TikTok's banned. Was that since the twentieth? I think I read the twentieth. Uh, it was about a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! That's bananas. The other app that's banned is an app called WeChat. Um, my brother um, works in China. He lives in China, and that's the app that he uses to. In in China, things like FaceTime and WhatsApp don't function. Right. If you download, like, if you've got an iPhone, it's obviously in every country. There's like a region-specific version of the software, but in China. FaceTime and WhatsApp and stuff like that's not allowed that because it's because it's encrypted, um, and they want to be able to see um, like intercept anything if they need to. So yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone and everyone in these types of countries uses an app called WeChat. It's exactly the same as WhatsApp, but um, it doesn't offer the end-to-end encryption that WhatsApp does. Uh, but the Trumps banned that as well. Um, oh, only in America, obviously, he's not. Thankfully, he can't control anything that we do over here yet. Um, it's sure bananas, man. It's, it's not be long. Yeah, it's bananas. I, I, I think TikTok kind of it just grew arms and legs during lockdown. Um, I went viral on TikTok and gave up. I, I completed it in a week. I seen you. you <laughs> I seen you making a cheese toaster. You went viral I, on a cheese toaster. I made a bit. I made a. I made a frozen cocktail and I made a bacon roll. Um, both of the videos got about three hundred thousand views, and then I thought, well, I've completed this. Because I've been thinking about making a knife out of shite, so <laughs> I wonder how many views that would get on TikTok. It'd I know it, on it, it, it may go viral or I might just get a virus, I don't know. One of the two. I think you'd maybe get a restraining um, order. But uh, this, this so this, this Pizza Gate, so obviously the conspiracies run wild and they they're saying it's uh, part of the people involved in this uh, this underage sex trafficking ring. Um it goes for like people like Bill Gates, Ellen. DeGeneres, Justin Bieber, Oprah Winfrey, um, and dare I say it, Tom Hanks. I mean, I, I don't ah, know. If, nah, nah, I know, on. I know, <laughs> I, I know. I, I like, I didn't want to believe anything. So, I mean, re- recently, the, um, some fans were going on on onto Twitter and they were saying, uh, "Justin, in your next uh, in your next interview, wear a hat, and if you have been assaulted or anything like that, touch your hat in a certain way." And apparently, he was doing it. But come on. I mean, I, 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 like, again, wear a hat, because he's never uh, worn a hat before. Wear a hat and, and touch it in a certain way or something like that to signify, to, to, you know, signify that you've been yeah. done wrong. But apparently, again, his song is it called uh, "Yummy"? So he's he's got a song called "Yummy," and apparently, it's uh, without being too direct in the song. Obviously, it's uh, it's all like an undercurrent message. It's all to do with like the what he's been through and stuff like that. But all, it all relates back. I mean, we've all heard stories about uh, Hollywood, but the, the worst thing about it is it is actually coming to light. Uh, I mean, uh, th- these things are coming to These things that we did think were, were just uh, like conspiracies are coming to light. Like, uh, what was his name? Epstein. Epstein. They were right? talking about, yeah. 
So I mean that 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 that's that's just one of them. I mean, so I wanted to talk about. Um, did you ever see Did you ever see the Lost Boys or the Goonies? Um, any of these films? So, so the, the, there was an actor in the, uh, both these films, and his name was um, Corey Feldman. So Corey Feldman has came forward, um, and he's he's made his own documentary, um, and it's called uh, "The Raping of the Two Corys." Um, so I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty rough catchy, subject. Catchy, catchy title. It's catchy title. I mean, I, I, I don't. Good, I, good I, marketing. Good marketing. There, I, I think he wanted to be very clear on just where where this documentary is. Oh, he, he definitely, uh, definitely he's been, achieved that. He's been trying to get it out for years, and uh, I think he only put it up on his Twitter for twenty four hours for you to watch the video, and then then it disappeared. I mean, this thing was getting was getting banned left, right, and centre because nobody wants it out. Nobody wants it. The usual. Um, I, I actually managed to find it, and I've and, I, and I've and I've got it. Um, it, was, it was actually a really hard watch. I grew up watching Corey Feldman. I, I was a, I was a massive fan of the Goonies, the Gremlins, all all, all, all these uh, all these films. That it was what, what else was he in? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth films. I mean, it was it was fantastic. And it wasn't till just before the uh, the Lost Boys, the Lost Boys movie came out. So Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, they they were in this film together. So when Corey Fieldman was uh, when he was growing up, he he started really early in the film business, and then he heard about this other guy called Corey, which is a very unusual name, and he was like, "Who's this other Corey that's doing movies and stuff? Is he better looking than me?" And uh, so <laughs> so he was he was following him, and the, the two of them, you know, just just cross paths. Obviously, Hall, you think Hollywood's a big place? It's probably not. It's probably like a, just a goldfish bowl of of, of actors. Uh, they all know each other, uh, so uh, they they eventually they. They uh, they met each other because they both got cast for this movie, The Lost Boys, um, and so back then, the the director uh, would get the both kids' parents together to meet. Just that that's how it kind of worked. So they 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 would meet and stuff like that. So Corey Feldman was in his house with his parents, and his um, Corey Haim's parents and Corey Haim went to Corey Feldman's house, and uh, the obviously the parents were talking in one room. And Corey Feldman and Corey Haim was in uh, Corey Feldman's room. And Corey Haim started taking his clothes off. And Corey Feldman was like, whoa, 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 what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, no, 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 that, this is what we do. This is the, boy, the boys club. And Corey Feldman was like, what the fuck is the boys club? What, what are you talking about? Is that a bit so, like Celtic boys club? Celtic boys, the Rangers boys club. So uh, no, no, Celtic boys club. Maybe the Celtic boys we'll club. Right. We'll maybe go into that in another episode. I know, <laughs> but um, so so the the kind of it kind of led backwards from there. And um, Corey Haim admitted that uh, it was on the set. I'm trying. Let me let me just remember which uh, which film it was that it was in. It was in a it was in a movie a couple of years before called Lucas, nineteen eighty six. I think it was. Actually, no, I think it was maybe the same year. He was in a film with uh, Charlie Sheen and uh, and he admitted to Corey Feldman that he was actually sexually assaulted by Charlie, che- Charlie Sheen on the set of Lucas in 1986. And, um, and apparently this was one of Corey Haim's downfalls and it just led him on a spiral of drugs through his life. Anyway, he, he, he died. And he was best friends for I'd say about almost two decades with uh, Corey Feldman. They were, they were known as the Two Corys. They had they had their own show called the Two Corys, um, and uh, so he died. So the remaining Corey, Corey Feldman, kind of went off the rails a bit. And uh, obviously he had his fair share 
of abuse in Hollywood, or I mean, so he says. I mean, I, I, this is all allegedly. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not dictating anything here, but th- this is all allegedly. And in this documentary, like I says, it was a hard watch. And he tells us. I mean, he's he's pretty open about everything, and he tells us about what he's went through um, in his time in Hollywood, and obviously all the stuff that Corey Haim went through. And it's it's a really hard watch. And let me just tell you, if even a pinch of that is true, then it is vulgar and it blows my mind and it ruins, you know how much a movie fan I am and it makes me watch movies in a completely different light. Um, so it's just, it's just bananas. But see from all, all that, the Pizzagate and, and this, the, 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 the raping of the two Corys documentary that I'm telling you about, it leads me right on to these LOL dolls. Have you heard of these LOL dolls that all the kids I have are? I've heard of them. I have heard of them. I. So these it's about fifty quid for like a tiny wee egg with about three wee toys in it. Three wee toys. I mean, it's, they're it's a quarter, quarter of an inch still, but they, they, these ah. wee things. So there's loads of different variations of these LOL dolls. So, so you, you'll find this on YouTube again. I mean, uh, there's a lot of parents. There's a massive uproar about this, but you'll take take these LOL. That's because of the price. That's the price. I'd have fucking eleven. Twelve ninety nine. Okay. Uh, by now that so what they're doing is the I don't know how they figured this out, but what they do is they take this little LOL doll and they dip it in cold water and they take it out and lo and behold they've got skimpy underwear on or or you know something very revealing and, and filthy. Um, and I've seen uh, I've seen uh, slightly similar to that, but it's uh, they've got pizza symbols on their back. Did you? I was getting to that. Aye, so that, aye, that aye, that's aye. the same things. That's what you're talking about. There is the exact same things. So that was the next one I was going to get to. So it's it's not just skimpy underwear and, and you know revealing clothes and stuff like that. One of them actually put one in and they it took it out and it never had a skimpy underwear on. She was like, hmm, this one doesn't seem to be doing what the rest of them was doing. She turned it over and it had a pizza on its back. So again, it kind of links it with this pizza gate. I don't know if it, I, I, so. I, it's almost like they're laying like breadcrumbs. It's almost, it's almost, uh, it's almost like the uh, dolls are made in China, eh? China. <laughs> it's bananas, man. It is bananas. So, Aye. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's just, it's just one of those things. I don't know if we're ever going to know or get to the bottom of any of this, but it's. Uh... Do, you, do you think now? Do you think now, right? I've got a theory that what's going to finally do us in as a species is that eventually we just won't trust anything or anyone. Now, I love I love a conspiracy, right? I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. But do you think... Well, there's a lot of people going on about COVID-19 being a hoax and it's no real and all the rest of it. And more and more people, especially the younger generation, they just don't believe anything that politicians say. And that's probably fair enough, right? But do you think eventually that culture will just mean that we just don't trust anyone and that we just all live alone in our houses um, I think it's just a dangerous kind of the world's so weird just now like obviously there's a lot of bad stuff happening but see the way that people are with each other you mentioned before about when people were out clapping for the NHS that was like the first time that you'd seen any like humanity in a long time mm-hmm. that, that's quite sad um, mega big time but, but I, I think that um, probably our parents generations the last generation that really cared about even knowing their neighbours, like speaking, like, you know, the local community. I, I moved house just before lockdown um, and I haven't spoken to a soul in a new place that I live and I'm not interested yeah. in it because I don't need to. I've got, te- I've, got, I've got technology, so I don't, I don't need to make friends here yep. because yep. my friends are in my pocket 24-7. Yeah, right. When was um, the last time you heard of somebody going to somebody's door for some sugar? 
Can I borrow some sugar? Or, or even just going, hi there. Um, yeah, I've just moved in and I just wanted to say hi and like meet you and stuff. Like nobody cares. No, um, no, you're right. And I, I just think that it's a, a slippery slope towards uh, paranoia. And um, especially at every generation as they get younger, they've got access to more and more information. And the problem with the internet, as you know, is a lot of it's bollocks. A lot of it's made up, but... Um, people get down the rabbit hole and see once you've got an opinion, it's really, really hard to get somebody to change their opinion. Once you see, once you believe something's fake, it's like, this is, this is what Donald Trump plays on in America. That's why he got elected because he made up loads of stuff and he united people that were marginalized or maybe had different opinions to what we call reasonable people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. He united all these, all these groups of people that thought the same way as him. Um, even, even if they're right or if they're wrong, Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have anyone, yep. And and Trump's got a real chance of getting reelected because, quite simply, uh, the guy that's running against him, Joe Biden, he's so old and he's so like, out of touch that most people are just going to go, "Well, I don't really like Donald Trump. I don't think he's a decent person or anything like that." But at the end of the day, he's the better of the two. Aye, aye. And aye. That, that's the da- that's the danger. And I just think the the way the world's going is. It's quite terrifying. They're, 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 they're going to base anything. they're going to base it on. Uh, hmm, can that old guy use Twitter? Nope, I don't nah, want him in. It's nah. going to be it's going to be that. He's got a Twitter account, but it's quite clearly his grandchild that's uh, that's, that's running it. Um, <laughs> right, so there's a couple more things that I uh, wanted to get to. Um, so I've got a story from Vietnam of all places. So, all oh, right, uh, police confiscate. <laughs> 345,000 recycled condoms in Vietnam. Uh, so this was an Fucking article. Uh, there was a, a raid on a warehouse. Um, the, the owner of the warehouse said that they had received a monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. Now, I need to know who this person was that he can go through 345,000 condoms person? in one month. It said the quote was, they received a monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. One um, person. What a shagger. Now, honest, oh, I mean, obviously he was like collecting them. He or she was collecting them up. Um, so obviously, well, I say obviously, it's not obvious at all. So what <laughs> happens is that they, uh, they come into the warehouse and there's a team of like uh, women in there that boil them in boiling mm-hmm. water, so, like clean them. Um, and uh, they just basically package them up and resell them. Reuse them. Uh, Great. Which is really quite grotty. Um, Double at bag. Least, at, least, uh, at least these women were getting a good wage, though. So they got 13 pence. <laughs> yes, pence. For every kilogram of condoms that they produced. Now, I said at the start, they found 345,000. Um, we've, we've all seen and probably held a condom. They don't weigh yeah. a hell of a lot. So... 345,000 condoms weighed roughly 360 kilograms, which means the entire staff of the warehouse, since it started, had earned 480. Rolling in it. Ah, they're they're wild. (laughs) That is actually wild. (laughs) (laughs) That's just another world, isn't it? That's bananas. But see, if this this was one guy, I mean, it's probably not, but see if that was one guy. If I met him in the street, I'd, I'd go up and I'd ask to shake his penis <laughs> instantly. That that level of stamina is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ron Burgundy couldn't even do that. No chance. Not a chance. No, oh, um, so yeah, so that was an interesting one. And uh, just just one more thing I want to quickly mention. Uh, it's been reported that 
Um, the next James Bond is going to be Tom Hardy. What do we think about that? Good choice. Is, is this factual? Is that set in stone? Well, I said it's been reported. It's been reported. So there's been an article. It's not factual in the sense that it's been confirmed, but apparently he auditioned for it in June and he's been locked into the role ever since. Well, I, I'll say yeah, yes. Crack and choice. Yes, ah, yes, like yes, yes, yes. Like um, because he was he was actually up there. So for me, I, I really would have preferred somebody Scottish. I mean, see, see if Hugh McGregor was Hugh Hench. McGregor. If he was the one. If he was Hench, yes. So for me, I, I would have been happy with Idris Elba. Um, bit, con- would, bit controversial. I would, I would, I would like to happy. see that. Yeah. Um, also, Tom Hardy, which I mean, he's he's, he's up there, um, and um, you know who I would have really, really liked. But the, 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 he's made such a um, like parallel film. It's almost identical. It's um, Jason Statham. So he had the what was the movie with him in it again? The the transporter. Uh, oh no! Sorry, was, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not the mechanic. The mechanic. The mechanic. It's, yeah, I, it's uh, identical. Good, good movie. He's just a wee bit, probably a wee bit rough. Do you I think? can't imagine. I can't imagine him doing a posh voice. James Bond's well spoken. He's got to be well spoken. You can't have a rough. James, James Bond. Bond is a fucking alcoholic, and he's like. Aye, if, but he's a posh alcoholic. Fair does. Fair does. But I, I, I think it would have been. I, th- I think it would have been good. It was James Bond's always tall. I don't know if t- Tom Hardy's tall enough, but uh, James Bond's always been six foot one and above. I think um, Tom Hardy's about six foot one. Is it? Is it? Let's Google it live. Let's, Let's Google it. Live. Let's Google Let's it. Maybe. What height do you think Tom Hardy is? Come on. Right, I'm going to say five eleven. Five no, I think he's bigger than that, mate. Let's see. Here we go. Moment of truth. Go. Let's put some money on it. Let's put some money on it. I'm uh, five eleven. Let's put, put let's put the um, fifty pence on it. Right. No. I know how tall he <laughs> is in me- meters, but I need to translate that. To translate. Google. Google is a fantastic thing. Uh, 1.75 meters is wow. Am I spot he's on? Five, he's only five foot eight. Get him out. Get him out. I, I don't, can't. I don't no. think that can be that right. is smaller than my dad. Get him out. Nah, I don't believe that. Wikipedia, you're wrong. Tom Hardy's at least five foot ten. He's gonna have to wear heels. Do you see him as as he was taller than Christian Bale when he was in Batman? Oh, I can't I believe this. I'm pretty sure he had Doc Martens on with a heel attached. Ah, he must he must have had the new rock boots on, mind the ones all the gods oh, used to talk yeah. about. And... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh. Um, right, um, so, oh, we've, we've, we've almost forgot one last thing. So um, you need to give us your update on the, the dog snatch oh, yes, story right. for, for so, last week. So, so last week, um, I, I, was, uh, I was telling you about how, they, uh, how in Edinburgh... There was a lot of like X's and circles and stuff uh, marked in the street, and obviously we had looked it up, um, and it signified that um, in the past there has been uh, there's been people putting these marks in front of houses to to sort of signify to someone else that a dog is here. If you're going past, try and try and get it or linger about until until you see the dog and, and nab it. So I've seen all these. Um, anyway, I done a, after the podcast, I done a, a lot of further research and. Um, I've seen a photograph of you out uh, on the hunt. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll post that up. I'll post that up. <laughs> so I've only went and fucking found out that joggers have been putting these down as a jogging path. So an X... That's, uh, that's a race. It's all a, these lost joggers. I know. I know. So basically an X is a meeting point. Um, a circle is uh, somewhere where you run to and you just you just sort of stop for a rest. And then, so yes, um, I look like a fucking arsehole, but... Um, so, <laughs> well, that's nothing new there. That's nothing so new if, there. If, if MD's been out running in Edinburgh, 
specifically down uh, I will not say where exactly you live just in case you get any crazy people but I um, we're very sorry if you got lost on your jog last week uh, yeah. it's all it's all Rob's fault so. yeah because I've been wiping those up <laughs> I've been cleaning the streets next week he's going to go out and clean up motorways exactly what's all these what's all these lines in the middle actually no. I'll tell you what I'll be doing no. next week next week I'll be uh, I'll just be collecting dog shit off the street to make my own nice <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, so, um, but actually, on on a on a on a, a serious note, as we're as we're coming to the end here, I'd um, I'd like to uh, I'd like to dedicate this episode to um, like our our uh, our family dog Sky, who passed away on Sunday, just passed there. Um, actually, but I was talking to you last week about how I was getting scared about my my fiance walking the dog, um, just obviously because of all these markings in the street that I thought might have been suspicious and. Lo and behold, just on Sunday past there, it was it was really sudden. Just um, just just uh, she just took ill and uh, some, something ruptured in her stomach, and it was game over. Which was, I mean, it was it was in a way maybe it's maybe it's good that it was sudden, um, mainly for her, um, just because it was it was quick. But the house is empty without her, and we're going to miss her. So, Sky, if you can hear me, I know you could understand me. So. Uh, we love you. Oh, and we love you. And miss the, you. Some of the conversations that you and Sky used to have. Yeah, you used to see me. I did, He's did, no kidding. He, he could know. speak turtle. could speak turtle language. I could speak dog. But uh, right. it's just it, members of the family. Oh, big time, man! And it's, and it's it's very hard actually explaining to somebody like how how bad it is and how raw it is just when when this happens when they've not got a dog. Um, you actually feel like shaking them and saying, "Look, this is the same feeling as you losing your mum or dad. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's so disgusting. But the, the other thing that was strange, I'd also like to dedicate it to my mum's family cat, um, Garfield, who we've had since 2006. And he was, he was just an amazing wee cat. I mean, we got him at the right time. My gran, who was my best friend, it was my mum's mum, she passed away and we got a cat. So, I mean, it was... I mean, as humans, we, we we kind of think. I mean, we're not replacing, but when you when when you when you get a pet when someone dies, you kind of see the person that's died in them. It's just it's not a replacement, but it's almost like a it's a presence. Diverse, diverse. Di- it, it does that it does a bit. bit I know, but it's it's when you, when you look at that, you always remember that time that that happened and stuff like that. So it's when I mean we 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 lost him the Sunday. Previous, so I mean, within within a week, I lost my family's cat. My fiance lost her family's dog. So I mean, it was, I mean, it was it was pretty rough. And and like you say, is if you've never had pets, you just don't know how big a loss it is and how how, how bad the feeling is. But like I says, we've always got the memories, and we'll cling on to them. But yeah, I mean, so that was a uh, that was that 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 was what all I wanted to say on that. But if there's a silver lining, I know it's. Maybe too soon, but I can finally buy some new jeans. I know because, because uh, uh, there's nobody there that's going to slobber all over them the way Sky did. So I know you had to, that. You had to Sky. avoid. Appreciate. You had to avoid wearing your black skinny jeans because you would leave and they'd just be like furry. Uh, they, <laughs> pinst- they were they were, uh, were pinstripe by the time I left. Exactly. Um, I know. I know. But, but I what a, what a cracking dog and uh, what a way to end. All right. Thanks for listening. That was episode two of Broken News. And remember, if it's not broken, it's not worth talking about.